I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you for downloading the podcast, Theanos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Theanos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined as always by Eric Wayne. Eric, there's real baseball players practicing on real baseball fields. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Why not? Um, garden hires out there, strutting his stuff, getting red in the cheeks probably because he always is, yeah. getting the music going. Yeah, yeah baseball pictures, it's, photographs. I love the baseball pictures. It's this. It's that time of year like – um, you know, obviously you guys have had, uh, a lot less snow down there than we have up here, but we still, we still have some snow. It's nice to look outside, um, you know, outside your window, see snow and then look on your phone and be like, oh, that's coming. Like it, it's not going to snow and be, be winter forever. It, it's coming. It's supposed to get 60 tomorrow here. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to get that, but it, it's nice for you guys. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, uh, Ron Gardenhire, he is now now the man in charge. He's the man about about I was gonna say about town about about Tiger Town. If we're being more specific, oh man, about Tiger Town, um, clever. And I think the big story from this past week was uh, his desire to get some music onto the backfields for practice. Um, I, I like the idea. I don't necessarily think he's the first to come up with it. Um, where, where do you come down on on music in baseball? Just such a such an odd couple. Well, Gardy's quote was this. He says, think about it. When you're at the ballpark, there's always sound. So when you're out there, meaning at practice, there it seems really dull when there's nothing happening. And I got to thinking about it. He's right. You go to a game, there's always like the little clap hands the do 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 everybody clap your hands you know non-stop just noise it's not as bad as an nba game but there's always just kind of this din of people and pa activity going on yeah i, lo- I love the idea of of guardy with his with his iphone out somebody passes in the aux cord and now he's he's just the man in charge um, I thought it was interesting. It sounded like it kind of took him a couple days to get the music onto the backfields. It it felt like maybe it shouldn't have been quite so much of a of a process, like speakers and you know, there's there's 
wireless speakers like there's there's a lot of things that that maybe could have made this process easier than you know have have one of the young kids have dixon or somebody take care of the process i i think it might have gone a little smoother i saw no fewer than three stories on the internet about music being played on the backfields of tiger town <laughs> yeah um so it's it sounds it sounds sounds like Guardy's in charge of the playlist, which is is interesting. That brings us this week's leadoff question: What would be the quintessential song that embodies the practice playlist that Ron Gardenhire would create? Well, he said he wanted uh, Motown because it's for Detroit, so Makes Motown. Sense. So I, you know, looking at kind of the top Mo- Motown songs to me, "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" by Marvin Gaye to me is the quintessential Motown song. And it's from that scene it was, from uh, Remember, Remember the, the Titans. Titans. Yeah, is that what's is um, that what what's happening here? We're we're blending the old and the new, um, bringing it together for a, a un, you know an unlikely but successful team. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. But you know, with all the free agents out of work, I thought money. That's what I want. By by Barrett. How do you say his name? Strong. Money. Wait, wait, strong was what you didn't know how to how to pronounce? No, I couldn't see what I had written. I didn't know his name. Ah, the eyes are the first thing to go. Laugh it out. I need some bifocals. <laughs> I, I did not see that it was the... <laughs> yeah, I've decided that I am going into the biathlon. I think that's... Uh, we can get into that later, but I'm pretty sure in four years, you're going to see your boy in the, in the Winter Olympics competing in the biathlon. You look good in a tight suit, Hall. <laughs> uh, so I went... Uh, I was like what does Gardy listen to? Like you look at him and you think, you know, maybe a classic rock guy, but I think it's a little further than that. I think he's more of a yacht rock guy. Um, Yacht rock. So like Jimmy Buffett, is that what? Yeah. That's kind of what I, what I was thinking. And I have to admit, I don't know any yacht rock songs. So I went with (laughs) uh, sweet Caroline. I feel like that's kind of yacht Uh, rock ish. I know that, I know that Boston kind of has the TM on that and and we don't really want to be anything like, no, I mean, oh, as in the, right. the the team. I don't want. We don't want to be Not anything the band like that. Boston. I, yeah, no. sure. Guardy would strike me as a big like seventies kind of rock. You know, Eagles, Kansas, CCR, Fogarty. Gosh, that would be my nightmare. I would have a very Seems hard like, time turning up for practice thoughts. every day if that's what we're listening to. You throw some J- JT on those speakers, and I'm, I'm interested. Um, you know, I'm really not allowed to talk about music since I learned yesterday that Khalid and DJ Khalid are two different people. Yes. I thought it was like Khalid and sometimes he DJs. I didn't know. <laughs> like if he's DJing, he's DJ Khalid. So it's like well, when he's DJing that they throw the title on there for him. Otherwise. Sure. Yeah. Like Michigan and West Michigan. It's like still still Michigan, but you're just in the West. I learned it's more of a Virginia, West Virginia situation. Mm. That, Two that different is true. things. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. And I don't know why you would. <laughs> Especially on the on the back of what we just were just talking about. Um, I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcasting House. Yeah, tell him you know, give him all of your your music takes. So specifically in in the 
Khaled uh, genre. On Instagram, I am at Jordino4, J-O-R-D-I-N-H-O, and then number four, facebook.com backslash podcastianos. Though, let's be honest, don't go there. There's nothing posted there. Um, and we love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. And as always, if you leave us a review, take a screenshot, tweet it at one of us, and we will uh, read it out and thank you tremendously on next week's show. Yep. Our intern t- checks that all the time. So if you post it, it won't get missed. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Giannos. So as I said, players are now in the house. Spring training is uh, entirely underway. Uh, I'm not going to lie, Eric. I'm ready. Uh, seeing the pictures down there, specifically the shots from the Fox Sports Detroit shoot. Did you did you see those? Yeah. Um, so old and busted is dumpster fires, and the new hotness is rain, rain. monsoons. Which, let's be honest, they're such good analogies. Like last year, we kind of thought, you know what, this, this could be an absolute dumpster fire. Sure enough, it was. And then... Yep. Is a rain cloud going to be following this team all year long? Quite yeah. possibly. Uh, yeah. Fox Sports they're the, they're the rains down in Africa. We, we we bless them. We bless the rains down in Africa. Who do you think is coming up with these themes? Is Are JK and uh, and Trevor Thompson coming up with these themes, or they got somebody specific? A <laughs> some, produ- some producer who watched an episode of Captain Planet or something and is like, fire, earth. Next, next time it will be... Uh, Wind, maybe, oh. or earthquakes. I don't know. <laughs> like they put a boulders behind them. Yeah, I'm. I'm all Earth, here. Wind for, and fire for earthquakes. I, I'm. I'm visually visualizing that in my mind. I think. I think we all are now. Get some. Get some big ass fans in there and blow some paper around. It's the wind theme this year. Um, Natural phenomena. Speaking of theme, why don't we stick with our Ron Gardenhire theme? Uh, as you say, he's the the new man out and about Tigerstown, learning new names, calling people buddy, which gave uh, our boys just uh, Justin, Alex Wilson, Zimmerman, and Fulmer the chance to come up with their their new buddies jerseys. What was your take on that? I don't know. I, it was it was a fun gag for the first day, but I hope it. I mean, it wasn't super clever. I'm surprised that they um, got them that quickly. They must have talked to the, you know, equipment guy, say, hey, psst, you know, whip us up three buddy jerseys for the first day. I think my my problem with this is like, OK, I understand calling like Alexi Amarista buddy or uh, John, even John Hicks buddy. But you you're coming in. You should know some of the main faces going into your team. And I'm not right. saying that he doesn't, you know, look at Jordan Zimmerman and say, oh, that's Jordan Zimmerman. But even if, you know, he should know the top yeah. 50 guys on his roster by face going into spring training. It worries so. me a little bit that there are guys in the fold that he doesn't actually <laughs> know their names. I mean, I want him to What's... know, like, their some of their advanced stats and how to use them in specific situations beyond yeah. just their fate. Like, let's start, you know, let's get that face and name down. That, that feels like something we should we should straighten out pretty quickly. Did you catch the little um, detail where they asked Victor Martinez if if he's talked to Gardenhire yet? And Gardenhire said, well, I left him a voicemail, but his his mailbox was full. And Victor was like, yeah, he should have sent me a text message. And they have not spoken. They have not talked to each other at all. Like, maybe they were going to talk today. 
I I guess is fine. I, I don't know. Like I feel like I'm this instantly coming me. back from my last stance on you should know your players. I guess I'm yeah. not exactly sure what Guardian Victor need to talk about. Victor knows how to hit at the major league level. I don't know that he can still do it, but he knows the concept of it. And Garden yeah. should know that he has a DH that's old and can't run and probably is going to hit 240 with no power. Like, I think they're familiar with each other. Spring training is long. I mean, I guess I guess they can learn each other's favorite colors then. But seriously, Victor, clean, clean up your, your uh Yeah, what are inbox. you, a lazy high schooler? Come on. It's like when somebody posts a screenshot and they of their phone, and in the corner they have their email box that's got like <laughs> 2,000 emails. Yeah. Fix that. I don't know. That drives me nuts. I cannot ha- – yeah. I mean, I have I have problems, but I can't handle ones anywhere, let alone thousands. Half of my phone usage is just cleaning up little bubbles. Yes. I, I feel – I've deleted apps because I can't control how many bubbles Get they send me. Get rid of damn bubbles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, you know, cutting it right off at the bud. Um, so – I don't know. Let me finish up a garden hire thought, though. Like, he already um, is displaying a little bit more personality and fun than Osmus. Like, there was um, there was this, like, promotion he had to do, and he's, like, you know, kind of improving, and you got to get up your butt, and he's, like, pointing to his butt to, like, you know, order tickets or something like that. And it's, like, if you're going to be bad, at least... I don't know. I think he's going to be a decent, have a decent attitude. I was a little fatigued with Osmus's orneriness all the time. Yeah, especially considering the results didn't come. Like, I feel like Osmus kind of comes from the, and nobody's going to understand this, but you and I, the Jose Mourinho school of managing. Like, he can be an absolute dick. Like, you know, and if you're winning, people will just, you know, you're doing your thing. But when you don't win, you need to have a little bit of, uh, yeah, if you Nash win your Belichick. Yeah, exactly. If you win your Belichick, if you don't, you're just an a-hole. Yeah, exactly. And that seems to be where we <laughs> landed on Osmus. Yeah, towards the end, it was not pretty. But yeah. Osmus is fine. No, I shouldn't just. We're not going to beat up Osmus all year. But Garden Hire is interesting. I, I think it will be interesting. I'm, I'm yet to be sold. Um, but you know, we got, we got a long spring and then, an even longer season to get sold on him. So. Let's, let's now, pace ourselves. When we hired Jim Leland, didn't we – this was a long time ago now. Didn't we feel he was kind of a tired retread from a losing team when he, when he came from the Rockies? That's like 15 when he was hired. You're kind of on your own here. We let me, let me rephrase that. <laughs> when Leland was hired, many people felt like he was just kind of a, a retread. And I think – or at least early on, most people thought Jim Leland was a good manager. I mean, towards the end, people got fatigued with him for a little bit. But, you know, he revived the team and all this kind of stuff rode the wave. Um, but I think people feel similarly about Garden Hire as they did with, do with Leland when they when we first got him. Yeah, I, th- I think there is potential there. I, I do think that the game is very different now than when Jim Leland came back into the game. True. Uh, things have, have progressed a, a lot, a lot, you know forward thinking is is so important we're back then maybe it wasn't wasn't quite so um and i'm not sure that we can kind of recapture that same that same mojo with a fundamentals and small ball type of manager but you know we we tried we tried something different in osmos and that and that didn't work out either 
Um, I, I think to I think there's a lot more similarities between Garden Hire and Osmus than people want to admit. I think that you know they're both good old fashioned baseball men. Hopefully, yeah, we'll get sure. a little bit more of the. You know, if he wants a guy to bunt, he gets the bunt down. Hopefully, we'll get more of that this this year than we did last year. But um, I don't know. I, I think there, there's we're going to see a lot of a lot more similarities than p- maybe people were hoping for. But that's that's neither here nor there. Let's let's move on to the pitching coach. This is where I'm excited. Chris Bazio, um, he had notes ready for his pitchers. When he took the yes. job, coming into spring training, you have down here more of an interventionist, which I think is a really interesting term. What do you, what do you mean by that? And uh, let, let's get into that because I'm I'm fascinated by what you think here. Well, Rich Doobie had a very veteran team with veteran pictures, and I think he was a uh, a management by exception kind of guy. If there was a problem that popped up, you know, the whack-a-mole head popped up, he was going to try to whack it and fix it and knock it down um he didn't want to upset the apple cart too more if it's broke don't broke if it's not broke don't fix it keep the the these top level professionals on there and let them do their thing um i mean bozio is bozio Bozio. he's the articles i've seen he's already working on fulmer our very our ace and norris you know who probably needs some pitch pitch coaching um but he's not afraid to to tinker you know i think doobie was like well i better not tinker i don't want to screw anything up and i think Bazio's more well i want to tinker because i think i can take these guys even further which just in his interviews and stuff and maybe i'm making too much of this i mean but you get a little bit of sense of that yeah absolutely and i i think that doobie could have done a lot more last year like Mm -hmm. the staff wasn't so good that if he would have messed with something that you know max scherzer and david price are all of a sudden terrible pitchers like we weren't the 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 staff wasn't that great but this year he has so many i want to say like just uh what hunks of clay that he can mold into good solid pitchers if they're willing to take his advice you know obviously I didn't watch the Cubs over, you know, 162 games over his five years or whatever as pitching coach there. I don't I don't know. So I'm mostly coming at this from a reputation perspective. Everyone right. says he can he can do some stuff. You look at a guy like Zimmerman. He came in with, with notes it. for Zimmerman. That, that That's a guy that he can if you know if he can be healthy there's no reason to think that he can't be the jordan zimmerman we signed obviously norris has some command issues he's got some composure issues that that can be adjust, adjusted right. and repeatability kind of stuff exactly and if he does that he could be a world beater you got guys like even buck farmer there is life in that arm that that is a good solid fastball if he can add a couple things to go with it maybe there's a a usable bullpen piece a lot of other teams take you know, kind of failed starters, if you will, move them out to the bullpen, and all of a sudden they're usable arms. Right. We don't do that. All of our failed starters just suck. I mean, that, that's kind of how it's been. So right. why not try something like that? Right. And we have a, a younger, low expectation team. He can tinker away, and you're not going to uh, ruin anything. Um, while they all still have great upside too it's not like they're not not all obviously but many have the great upside to go along with that yeah absolutely right um also in that article um 
uh, I forget who it was by, but he wants to, uh, wants his pitchers to be a little bit un- more unpredictable. So he's doing this thing where I want you to throw six pitches in a minute, and then I want you to throw a pitch, and you're going to pause for a few seconds at the top of your delivery, and I want you to work up and down and change and, and just trying to get out of the rhythms. You know, with Verlander, we always seem to suspect that. Was he tipping his pitches? What was going on? And I, I get the sense that a lot of people were um, suggesting that the Tigers pitching was just too predictable. Like the, you could figure out what was coming. At least Basio seemed to hint at that maybe. And I think that's really interesting because so much of, of pitching is simply disrupting the timing of the hitter. Like you don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to make them swing and miss. You just need to make them miss squaring up the ball. I mean, that that's, that is all there is to pitching. Um, and if, you know, holding for an extra second, you know, at the, at the top of your motion makes them hold in, in the load position of their, of their stance, just that second. And they're late getting to the ball. All of a sudden a, you know, line drive is a pop-up and there's an out you wouldn't have normally had. Um, yeah, I think that that's a great idea. I feel like everything that Basio has said and everything I've seen from him makes me think, yeah, I, I don't know so much about garden hire, but this guy seems to get it. We have a love affair with this guy for for the first week of the season until the first week of the season's over with. Then we'll then we'll yell at him. But yeah. now it's love and smiles. Um, so I think another one of the things that that both of us are are really interested in um, coming into the spring training is the bullpen makeup. Um, I feel like there's a lot of options and a lot of competition out there. Um, and honestly, there's a lot of guys that I I still think can be assets. Uh, so you have Shane Green. He comes in as pretty much the nailed nailed on closer. I don't really think anything can can change that, barring barring injury. Um, Answer me this: Is that the only bullpen slot that's penciled that's secure? No, I don't think so. I would say Stump is nailed on. I, I would for the lefty. Yes, um, lefty. And let, let's be honest, Alex Wilson is nailed on. He's not going to be a starter. He's going to start the season what? as as a relief pitcher. What? <laughs> I know that's going to come as a surprise. I would be, I that one hundred percent will be the case. So you, I think you have three guys nailed on, in in Green, uh, Wilson, and Stumpf. So you think Alex Wilson is absolutely wasting his time getting stretched out and trying to become a starter? Yes, I 100% do. Because if he does not get that fifth starter job, he's going to the bullpen. They're not sending, I mean, that's it. I yeah. mean, it's not like a young guy no. like uh, who's going to go to Toledo and stay stretched out. I mean, he's going to just go right to the bullpen. Right. Um, so you would need either somebody to get hurt yes. or you need somebody like Norris to flounder. I mean, that's really the only guy because you think Boyd's got a spot locked up. Yes, I I think the I think the starting think five so is is nailed on. Uh, it would take injury or catastrophe for the five starters not to and not to open the year as the as the five starters. So I think we said even on this podcast that oh, if Alex Wilson doesn't work out as a starter, nothing nothing lost. Is there something lost? No. If you say he's got zero chance, There's, I mean, I don't I don't even if he does work out as a starter, hurt. is there anything gained? Like there, there is just no chance of it happening. I guess I'm not entirely sure uh, what the point is at this point. When, when it first happened, I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? It'll give him, you know, more, more flexibility out of the bullpen. I guess if you stretch changed him out, your mind. You can You've use him. Your mind. You can use him as a two or three inning piece, which we've done in the past also. 
Uh, but no, I, I think there's more more likelihood that we go out and sign a low risk guy. You know, there's been a lot of Tillman talk. People have... Tillman got signed today. Sorry, bud. Oh, well, disregard. Oh, I was. Oh, he went back. Okay. Um, you know, even somebody like Lincecum, I, I would. I would. That would be fun. That would be fun. I, I would see him coming in um, to camp before they just up and say, "All right, Alex, you're you're number five. Or or even uh, Travis Wood. Travis Wood, yeah. yeah. And and that's not to say that I don't like Alex Wilson. I I, I really like Alex. He has been a, a soldier out of that bullpen for years. Just that's that's his role. Be be the bulldog in the bullpen. Shall we spare ourselves the pain of trying to predict all the bullpen pieces? No, though? I absolutely let's, let's 100% not 100% want to do that. Um, no, no I'll just I'll just give you my seven coming into camp. How about that? Oh, sure. Okay. Why not? So you have Green, Wilson, and Stump yeah. nailed on. Uh, okay. Warwick is going to break camp as the long man. Yeah. I think this is Joe's year. And you got you know who I have in my other two spots? Blaine. That would be one of them. Verhagen. Verhagen's the other. This is Verhagen's year. The curveball is on. I I have so much faith in, in Drew Verhagen. Do you have more or less faith in him than Kyle Ryan? No, don't. I don't. He's gone. We we can move on from Kyle Ryan. I still think there was a serviceable left-handed, you know, one-out guy in that arm. I think that was a missed opportunity. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, should we talk about the utility, uh, posi- the utility positions, or Victor and Mickey? Your your choice. You know, we always talk about the end of the bench scrubs. Maybe we should talk about our horses. Yeah, or let's... for sure the horse for once. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Miguel Cabrera. Where, where are you at on Miguel Cabrera coming into this year? I feel like he's almost gotten for been forgotten amongst Tigers fans. Like, if you think about it, of all of the Detroit teams. But in my lifetime, there probably hasn't been a better athlete. I mean, I don't know. Some of the Red Wings were really, really good when they were winning. Um, but nobody in the, the, you know, the the second bad boy Pistons are on right. his level. I mean, maybe Isaiah Thomas, like back in the original. But he is a, a generational talent, at least as far as this city goes. And I feel like he's almost you know, ignored at this point just because he's been here so long and last year was so meh. Right. I mean, we should still be excited about having him, correct? I think so. Verlander got all the love. You know, he's obviously played better in one World Series, but he got all the attention and stuff. But Miggy is is just the just the player that he is from from the other um, perspective. And um, he has a bounce back year in him. Right. So health was the primary concern. Right. He had ended the year with two herniated discs. Have you heard anything about like if if the if they did anything or is his discs better or did it just need to heal? Do you know anything about that? I don't know anything about that, but I feel like I read something that he feels good slash fine coming into camp. So that's that's not nothing. It means like almost nothing. It is nothing. But he's not. We would know it if he came into camp with an injury. I feel like. I mean, he's 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 been relatively. uh, I would say forthcoming because, you know, he obviously didn't disclose the injury last year. But we all knew that he was hurt. He just didn't say it. Um, I don't know. We will see early on in spring training because when he's hurt, you can see it in his play. I guess. Yeah. He. It's. It's more of a. 
it doesn't he's not loafing but it looks like he's loafing like it just looks he looks belabored yeah he looks heavy on his feet i would say yep. when he's injured yeah and when he's right he, he's got a little spring in his step yeah and, absolutely uh yeah everything just is crisp when he's when he's right yeah um, i think that's and right. i think that's something that we're gonna see right off the bat in spring training um yep. let's let's move on to the other side of 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 Mr. Cabrera. He's had he's had a uh, turbulent winter, shall we say. He's been had some personal issues going on in, in the Orlando area. Uh, do you think that's going to weigh on like I don't I don't it's hard to get into the the mindset of a professional athlete. Right. Like that is big big life stuff for right. normal and humans not, like us. But Right. And we're not going to get into all the particulars no. of what's going on in his personal life. I mean, there's plenty of articles if you want to read about that, you surely may. Um but yeah, personal drama in his life, but um, you wonder, you first thing you think, well, he had an off year last year. How much was that weighing on him? But I mean, it's not exactly new now. That's true. I mean, this has been going on for years. I mean, maybe it's reached a new level. Um, and that maybe factored into his performance, but, um, this is not something that just came out of the blue, like, uh, a sudden shift in his personal life necessarily. And now, yeah, it's going to be playing out for a while, but it's kind of old news, right? I mean, it's, it's, he's adjusted to a new reality of what this is in his, in his personal life. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I would assume that that is. Uh... You or I would be stressed, but I mean, we don't live this kind of lifestyle either. True. Um, let's get into Victor. A couple, couple more quick topics before we move on to the fun stuff. Uh, I feel like we we've asked this question at the start of third season. We've asked this question each of the last two. Is this the year he holds up? I mean, clearly it's not going to be the year he holds up. I guess how long will he hold up? And if he does hold up, how long will he perform? I think if he holds up, he can perform well. I, I mean, I think well being a relative. I was going to say we need we might need I to mean, recast the 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 phrasing well in regards to him. You can't his approach is is always good he's he's got good ball to bat you know bat to ball skills as they talk about with pros, prospects and stuff like that you can't unteach that you can't but if if his body just cannot hold up he appears like a man who is very brittle oh absolutely yeah uh you and i joked about you know just sticking him as the as a catcher and letting nature take its course you know Darwin style. It's a little harsh, but yes, I would say it's. <laughs> can you imagine him like with the game on the line sliding into home plate? Can you imagine him, you know, making an athletic play someplace on even on the base paths? I mean, you every time he's out running the bases or or he takes a foul ball off his shin or something, you just wince and kind of say, "Oh, how's this gonna go?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not a kid anymore. He's he's logged a lot of innings behind the plate. He's his body's been broken and put back together. I don't know. Yeah, the you, you have this quote here from Jason Beck. The only thing I can do is just go out and give my best. I'll let them make the decisions. Um, and it won't even be the them that means the tigers. It might be the them that means the injury yeah, gods, the knees or the yeah, yeah. <laughs> the knees exactly. Yeah. Uh, but once again, uh, he has been a great player for this team for a very long time. This is this is his last year. This is his swan song. Um, you know, he's he's another one of those kind of 
I mean, he didn't play for us for you know his entire career, but he's an all-time great. Um, we we should. Some of the Tigers fans are a little ornery about his attitude, though. Yeah, which the is... whole Gary Sanchez thing. You buying that? No, I. I don't. I don't know. It, I think it's really presumptuous as a fan to assume you know what's going on. Um, which I mean, that's so that's what we do all the time. But um, no, I. I have a very hard time letting myself feel comfortable enough thinking that I know what's going on to be pissed at him for his the attitude I'm attributing attributing sure. to him. So, uh, but if if you want to, by all means, go for it. Uh, right. So some uh, spring training quick hit topics. Brian Garcia had Tommy John. Um, he was he was one of the closer guys to the big leagues. Uh, yeah, has a live arm. Uh, it's a little yeah. little disappointing. He probably would have appeared for the Tigers big league team this year if he would have stayed healthy. I mean, but he's he's like our 23rd best prospect, so he's not topping any lists, but he probably would have made an appearance, like you say, live arm. So they're hoping, yeah, do the surgery. I mean, now it's hard at the beginning of the season for him personally, I'm sure. But, you know, it takes probably a year to recover, so hopefully next spring he'll be ready to go. I don't think don't think there's any reason that he won't be. He throws hard. He'll probably throw even harder when he comes back. Like Henry Rowan Gardner. Exactly. Um, and the, the other one I wanted to get to, uh, James McCann uh, and his lovely wife had twins. Um, now, I know that when a, a player has a child, it changes their perspective um, and they're due a breakout year. What does twins do to that uh, narrative? Well, it's like a double negative. It just cancels out, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. Are, are you saying that kids are, are negatives? Is that is that the the correlation here? Have you ever met a child? I some, un- some... <laughs> unfortunately I have. <laughs> no, children are a heritage of the Lord. Blessed is he whose quiver is full of them. Children are younger than us. Yeah, that is that is a fact. Yep. Yeah. Um, other quit hit quit. Hit topic. Did you see Travis Woods' finger? I actually didn't. You, you put that in the in the notes, and I skipped yeah. over that because it was I was too lazy to research what you were referring to. His finger had a literal pin sticking out of his finger. He was shooting a crossbow, and I evidently it, it shattered or exploded. It like almost took the tip of his finger off. And he went to the doctor, and he said, "Hey." If it gets me back on the field faster, you know, just cut it off. Just cut the straight cut the Ronnie Lott style. Yeah, exactly. Was, but, was it on uh, his pitching hand or, or his other hand? No, it's and it's uh, it's on his glove hand. But I, so he just got the the thing, but it's still got a freaking pin stuck in it. I will never understand that. Your livelihood is your hands and your arm. Stop shooting crossbows. Take care of those things, especially when you're not on a guaranteed deal drives me nuts just like when you see a right-handed pitcher that has his t- his right arm all tatted up like i don't know you want, you'd be worried about what infection or something yeah like or or hepatitis i don't know just wait till you're done pitching then get all the tats you want i don't know Pro- protect the asset that's what that's what i would be doing protecting all the right. asset all right let's move on to the numbers um, you're not going to talk about ramon santiago's tiny glove I, I saw this in the outline. I, I, sk- I skipped over this in the outline. If you want to talk about the tiny glove, go for it. Ramon Santiago has a tiny glove. Let's get it done. Let's move on to the next section. Let's go. Okay. Um, so 
uh, explain the numbers game again. All right. We'll explain it one is, more time, and after this, you yeah, just got to know what we're talking you gotta about. You got to figure it out on your own. I will say a number, and you will attempt to guess what it refers to or what it's in reference to. And then I will explain it, and then you'll go. All okay. right. Um, my first number is 31. 31. Now, are these numbers just in in general baseball slash Tigers related? Yeah, they're okay. all Tigers. Okay, okay, okay. So this is, uh, let me be more, more precise, 31st, 31st. Uh, bullpen e- Tigers bullpen ERA in baseball last year. That was a good guess. That was a good guess. But no, 31st refers to the overall draft pick oh. of one Mikey Matuk. <laughs> Mikey Matuk, you know, you look at him, he's like, oh, he feels like this add-on last year. But he was a high draft pick coming out of the Tampa Bay system. LSU he's boy, toolsy. yeah. He's toolsy. He can run. He's got power, play you some defense. So I'm kind of... He's like the perfect snake. We already discussed this. He's the perfectly sized snake. (laughs) So I'm kind of big on Matuk this year. And he's probably like the third or fourth most marketable player on our team. Those eyes, they're they're haunting. Yeah, he looks like Groot from, uh, what is it? Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, the tree guy? I... I don't, I don't watch movies. You know that. That's true. <laughs> All right. My number is 95 and three quarters. 95 and three quarters. Um, innings pitched by um, Stumpf last year. No, that is, I mean. Oh, wait a minute. Three quarters. How could you miss three quarters of an inning? <laughs> doesn't make any sense it's the had, oh go ahead and he had a pitch like way less than that i don't yes. i don't, I don't, I don't think tip, i don't think typically relievers near near that 100 uh plateau no it's the average amount of losses uh by ron garden hires twins over his last four years in minnesota oh, harsh <laughs> that harsh. is what one might call hashtag a lot of losses. that's with with joe Mauer, local hero and probably not a lot else though no all right um zero 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 percent chance of winning the al central according to blank 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 publication that's harsh but i i we got to have some decimal fragment chance of winning don't we i would assume so yeah even 538 would have us like point zero zero one but no, zero is in reference to the number of African American players on our forty man roster. Really? Hmm. I kind of got to thinking about that when they do, um, you know, the Jackie Robinson stuff. Like usually they have a couple of the, you know, kind of guys serve as almost ambassadors and and take on some of that. I mean, we have you know some Cuban guys and and a lot of Latin American guys, but I don't think we have any African American players on our 40 man roster. And I can't think of the last time I haven't really looked, but I think it's probably been a long time since that's happened. Yeah. I would, I would certainly think so too. Wow. Every once in a while, the topic comes up, uh, you know, about the kind of the decline of participation of of black players. And 
I just found it interesting because, um, I mean, we have prospects. I mean, guys like Kristen Stewart and Daz Cameron and um, Derek, Hill, Derek yeah. Hill, you know, but they're a little ways away. Yeah, that Stewart's maybe the closest, but it's really interesting. I, I would never have noticed. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you have another one? Are we done with that? We are done with that. Let's move on. Uh, Are you ready to move to your beef of the week? Beef of the week. This week's beef of the week. We already we already started talking about this, and this is has to do with children. <laughs> children, as I mentioned, are a heritage of the Lord, and children are wonderful because they don't care about you very much. They don't care about adults. They don't really care about the adult world. Children have their own pace, <laughs> which drives me nuts because. Children have this way of always walking and being directly in front of you. <laughs> like I'm trying to enter my home the other day. And so the kids, you know, they're in front of me. I open the door and they just stand there in the entrance, like some kind of dip wide. Like, no, you keep <laughs> moving in. There's more people trying to get in. No sense of urgency. Now, isn't no. that your job as a parent to correct said behavior? Isn't, isn't you can like, try. Isn't that like when you like take away their the Wi-Fi password or something? Like until you move in, you don't get to be on the internet. <laughs> you can try, but just children have zero sense of awareness. Like you could be walking down, like in an airport, a massive hallway, a wide corridor, if you will, thousands of different routes you could you could take to walk down this where do the children walk right in front of your freaking ankles like come on just come to the side it's fine no kid you you'll go to a theme park or something children they're walking right in front of you you can't get a natural stride no they don't have a care in the world you know it would be beautiful to see the world through the eyes of a child you know not a care in the world look at a flower but they're doing it right in front of you. I'm walking here. Children, pay attention. Don't walk right in front of me. That's the beef of the week. You probably pissed off all our children listeners. Yeah. Leave, kids. <laughs> um, so no no running this week. Uh, medically, I have some – I'm I've taken some some time off from running soon to get back back to it don't so don't like worry bunions or something no <laughs> um mus- mus- muscular um so but far. can i tell you a story about my father i'm calling big steve you may um so big steve my, my father and my mother they they have a, a winter place down in florida and it's your uh, mom is also called big steve <laughs> yeah. 
Yikes. Um, they have a place. It's about two or three miles from the, the Rays facility. Um, so my dad frequently will go to the backfields and uh, try and collect baseballs that they've hit over over the uh, fence. Last oh. year, he collected 59 baseballs. Are um, you serious? Yes. He's, he's very good at it. Um, we'll, sometimes we'll try and get him autographed. We extremely uh the the ratio of ball collected to ball got autographed is very very low um okay. he, he collects way more than we actually get um so anyway he was talking with me this week apparently he was down um and i don't know if you know this but just about everyone in the state of florida is is really really old like senior citizen old it's god's waiting room yeah <laughs> well my dad is i mean he's I think he's mid fifties. He's not. He's not old. So he's out there with these old people along the, you know, beyond the outfield. He, he's running and and he, you know, he'll try and snag them from the old people. Well, apparently, um, the old people this week brought a rake that they were reaching over the center field um, fence and trying to drag the the balls back to the fence and then like popping them up over them. So in case you're wondering, what what is your grandpa doing uh, in his spare time while he's retired in Florida? He's out there with my dad trying to to collect baseballs at the backfields of the race facility. But aren't you a little bit jealous? Wouldn't you like to have a life where you have nothing better to do? You wake up in the morning, you go to coffee with some of your fellow old people, and then what are you going to do? You're not going to work. Well, better like... Try to collect some balls. Just just between you and me, that's going to be my life in a week. It's a good. That's a good life. It just is to celebrate. That. It is a good life. Not not the collecting of the balls, but yeah, we'll be down uh, next week to hit the the spring trainings. Very excited. It's just a fancy version of guy with metal detector, or guy walking around golf course, you know, looking for golf balls. I mean, yeah. All right. Same thing. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcast Yanos. Let's move into some Twitter questions. Uh, once again, we received a lot this week. We as, did. As I said last week, spring training is long and boring, so if we didn't get to your question this week, fear not, we will in the coming weeks. There's there's quite a few, so let's, let's try and zoom through these, some of these. Um, oh, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can. I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at Podcastianos. And if you can't spell that, you kind of don't deserve to have your question read. Uh, the first one comes from Fritz, at Fritz Klug, or possibly Klug. He asks us, who's your tiger now? Which I thought was a really interesting question. Stumpf. you got to be kidding me. There's no way Stumpf is your favorite tiger. I, I'm spelling all my words with extra Fs at the end in support of Stumpf. Yeah, Stump. He's my guy now. You got a thing for goateed left-hand relievers. Be true to yourself. <laughs> I have a hard time with this one. There's there's a lot of obviously Blaine. Blaine's probably my favorite player. Um, I just he, he's he's my boy. Uh, Norris short, you know, pretty close thereafter. I love love Verhagen, obviously. Um, and I, I really like Mikey. I don't know if it's something about you know the fact that he's kind of the hope at this point um but i i really like mikey um and i'm a big franklin perez fan i think when he comes up he's probably gonna be my one, one of my favorite tigers too that's no? a lot of favorites yeah 
I have I have a lot of of love in my heart to yeah. to like more and more players. That's good. Um, at Evan Ken ninety five asks us if the four Detroit head coaches switch jobs with each other, i.e. Guardy to the Lions, SVP to the um, to the Tigers, etc. Who do you think uh, would be the most successful at their at coaching their new team? Like re- regardless of what team you had, who is just the best coach? Period. I guess. Um, I don't know. Probably, I mean, Gardenhire is kind of a friendly guy. I feel like he could adapt. Um, I don't know. What do you know about Patricia? I know he that good? he hasn't, uh, you know, I, I, I know that I don't know anything about him yet, so that's who I'm going to take. I've seen the other three. Who's the Red Wings guy? Blashel? Is that right? I have no idea. And, um, yeah, I, I think Van Gundy could he would just by pure emotional fortitude would figure out how to coach pretty much anything. Yeah. He could be really good as a football coach. I feel like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Maybe less baseball because I don't think he'd be patient, patient enough. He'd be jumping around and yelling all the time. I'm still going with, with Patricia, um, at Brett, right. it's not Yoder because there's no R just yo, yo, um, sure. asks us what new player are you most excited for, uh, about for this year for non baseball reasons? For non-base, I mean, we don't know any of these guys really. It's hard to like know a guy's personality. I'll go with for fly. not. They're... I'll go with fires. I think he's got a, a tattoo sleeve, which makes me think maybe like soccer, <laughs> or either that or he's okay. a fa- fashionable man. I don't know. It's kind of kind of the European look. Yeah, I I don't know any of these guys. And to be honest, there aren't really all that many new faces. Right, because who did we get? Daniel Norris, who is Derek Norris. Not not excited for him. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't even want to get to that. People are a little, um, probably rightly so, upset with uh, his history. I would say not, very not rightly so, so. Yeah. Um, who a, else did we add? Arist, uh, Leonis Ar- Aramista. I don't know. I can't even say. Buddy, <laughs> buddies. We added a couple buddies. Pete Cosmo. Uh, that's, that's the answer here. If you're excited about Pete Cosmo, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Nick Wisniski asks us, uh, this season's outlook is bleak. What will be two reasons to tune into this squad that will last all season? Mm, I don't know. What do you got? Improvement. The team is going to improve from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And young pitching. I, yeah. love, I love young, excitable you know, Falmer, Norris, Norris, Falmer, Boyd. Like I wouldn't necessarily say Falmer is excitable, but he has exciting stuff. Um, and some mm-hmm. of the younger guys are going to get their chances too. Um, so I guess improvement is probably the one reason. Um, Castellanos, Cabrera. I mean, kind yeah, of the, maybe, the horses. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, there are reasons to watch our beloved baseball team beyond seeing Johnny Kane. There's there are baseball related reasons to watch them every night. Just because baseball is intrinsically pleasurable. Exactly. It's it is a uh uh It's a pleasurable thing to yeah, watch. It's an art form played summer. on on a, a diamond as opposed to on a stage. For sure. Um CM Devins asks us bigger number in 2018 Tigers wins or Alcides Escobar's WRC plus. Okay, so uh Steamer projects Alcides Escobar's 
weighted runs created plus at 67. The last three years, he's been 66, 69, and 62. Nice. So if you think this is a 100-loss team, you'd have to take Escobar. I'm, I actually think Escobar is going to have a big year. I've always, I've always thought that. <laughs> wow. So I guess we're both taking Escobar, and that's a really manufactured and contrived question. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, sarcastic Gent Twenty One asks us, which that is a fantastic name. Mm-hmm. Um, does Victor Robles? I'm assuming he's referring to how I butchered uh, Victor. <laughs> What's his actual name? <laughs> right, Victor yeah, Reyes. The- the question he's asking is, does Victor Robles actually make the roster? And the answer is probably no, because he plays for the Nationals. <laughs> to be fair, though, I had a lot of trouble with that last year, and I'm not 100% sure he's not just making fun of me. Wouldn't be the first time. Um, oh, I'm 100% sure. If, you, if I don't remember you watching it, but then I'm 100% sure he's making fun of you. Okay, fair enough. Um, so let's, Say it together with me. Reyes. Robles. Reyes. Gosh dang it. This is going to be a problem. But it won't be because, let's be honest, I don't know. Here's the thing. You look at him and you you think, that kid's got some tools. He can, he can go get it in the outfield. He seems to have bat-to-ball skills. He doesn't have any pop whatsoever. Um, but... I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm excited to watch him in the spring to see what we have. There was something that made them take him over Nick Birdie in the Rule Five draft. Well, if we signed Goswaldo Arcia and fused them together, we'd have the perfect five-tool player. Because Garcia can hit for power. power. I mean Arcia, and then do nothing else. So, yeah. I want to. Everybody poo poos me, but I want him to sign Goswaldo. I always loved RC. I think he. I just think he needs at bats, and he would hit fifty. He'd also hit like two ten. But there's lots of guys out there that he's looking for a job. He's looking for a job. I give him a job. He could be. He could be our intern. I guess that's that's technically not a job. (laughs) Uh, Michael Litzner asks us uh, now that you guys have defeated the Voice of the Turtle podcast. Who's next in the Battle of Tigers podcast? We've won through the power of of, of pure stupidity Attrition, and yeah. stick stick to it of this. Yeah, here's the deal. We we don't want to fight any of the other Tigers podcasts. We want to increase uh or in what's the word? Uh, encourage others to uh make creative things in regards to things that they like. If you like the Tigers and want to talk about them, we encourage you to have a podcast yeah. about them. Um, if you like Twilight fan fiction, yeah. Yeah, do some twilight fan fiction right we are we want to be we want to be friends with all of you in your your creative um you know creative uh Pursuit. pursuits we don't want to we don't want to fight anybody um but if we are going to fight somebody it would be the tiger's official podcast yeah we drop those punks like it was a bad habit i actually don't know who is on that <laughs> I don't know either. Um, at John Fine Two asks us who would speaking of fighting, who would win in a fight, James McCann or the Black Panther? The Black Panther's a superhero. Okay, McCann, so, so this McCann is the specific Black Panther, not just a Black Panther. Oh, not like Malcolm X or not, was, was, Mal, was Malcolm X a Black Panther? No, I think so. Maybe I was I more referring to the animal, but. Oh, like a, like a Black Panther, like a Panther not like that is black, yeah, not like a militaristic black activist. 
<laughs> so we have three different possibilities here. I don't know who John's referring to. Right. So who would win in a fight? A Black Panther, a Black Panther, or a Black Panther? I'm going to go with the superhero. I mean, you would have to assume sure. that superpowers would allow them to, to prevail. I don't know about James McCann, though. He's got two kids, new outlook on life. I don't know. That's just something that maybe we should we should all ask ourselves. Sleep deprivation um, gets to you, though. <laughs> Anthony Troy asks us, uh, "Do you the better try? Do you think I'll be able to buy a a Dixon Machado jersey this year?" It, here's the dirty secret: you just go online, you tell them what jersey you want, you 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 type in and you put the number. You can have anybody you want. I'd rather it come about organically. I I understand where he's coming from here. I want to see it on a wall. And think, yeah, I'll wear a uh, Daniel Norris jersey tee. I, I don't have many regrets in life, but the one I do have was the Matt Tuiasa Sopo jerseys were on clearance at the D shop for like nine dollars, and I didn't buy one. Oh, like that would have that that would have been one that Beck would have spotted you in the crowd and and you know tweeted about you. I I I kick myself every day. I, I lay awake at night. You should. You should. Um, Jeremy Troya asks us, Anthony asked a question. Now I feel obligated to ask one as well. Ceiling for Mikey Matuk this year? I I think the sky's the limit for our boy Matuk. He's got – he's athletic. He's toolsy. If, he's going to see a lot of playing time. If Who's I told you he went twenty twenty, would you be shocked? Mm, I don't think he'd steal 20 bases. I, think, I wouldn't be shocked. I think he could. He could. I think 20 steals is more likely than 20 homers. No. Gardy's going to turn him loose. Box. That's what I'm hearing. Unleash the Duke. No, I, I actually really like Mikey, too. I, I want to say 265, 20 homers, and 15 steals. I think that's... Well, you just got done saying the steals were more likely. And now you got twenty and fifteen for home runs. Yeah, I, 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 I went went too, <laughs> I went too big in my in my my initial reaction. I'm just giving you a hard time, Paul. Um, I'll read one because you're carrying all the freight. I might as well participate. By all means, Jade Ord Raff says. Well, maybe that's Jord Raff. Yeah. Anyway, his name is Jordan. Yes, as is right. my name. Both of our names are Jordan. Right. Um, also, also, speaking of that, you know, Nico, is it good, good rum or is it goo drum? You know, like a drum with goo or is it like good rum? Got to be good rum. That makes more sense. Like Blue Man Group with a, with a goo on the drum. <laughs> I, 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 I guess, they, I guess they both stuff. make sense. Yeah. Anyway, George Raff says, any marathons coming up this year? And have you started the dog squat training program? If so, what so, what is that? So there's backstory here. Um, I I follow him on Instagram, and he had a video of him with his dog kind of over his shoulder squatting him. Um, and I, oh. I I told him you know good form on his squats because it was a good good form on his squats. Um, but to answer your questions, no marathons this year. I do plan on probably doing one again at some point um but probably not this year uh i mean and when i say probably i mean definitely not this year um i the the day of the running the 26.2 miles and you know kind of recovering after is i thoroughly enjoyed that 
the 16 or I don't know, 20, whatever weeks it was of killing myself up to doing it was yeah. terrible. And that is what's holding me back at this point. Did you have like a whole chart? Like, okay, you got to run the chart, what they tell you. Yes, I did that, which it, 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 it brought me to the marathon, um, faster and stronger than I would have even guessed that I would have been. So it, it worked, but it was a lot of work in the meantime. Um, I want to know more about dog squatting. Okay. Um, so is this like the story of, you know, you have to carry the pig up the mountain? Are you familiar with the carrying the pig? So there's a, there is a, a wise old man and a child wanted to be the world's best warrior. And he said, all you need to do is once a day carry this pig up the mountain. And so they took a little piglet and he carried up the mountain and every day. You know, the piglet grew a little by little, and that was how they became the world's greatest warrior. So if you're squatting your dog, you know, as your dog grows. So, so will your squats. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's good training. It's like your, it's like your chart. You got to work your way up. That's true. Yeah. I. To be fair, his dog, dog, his dog appeared to be fully grown. So I don't, I don't think that's what's happening here. I could squat like a chihuahua. I'd hope, I'd hope so. But but would you be able to walk the next day? I guess that's the question. Oh, <laughs> I I don't know. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos on Instagram. I am at Jordinio four. Facebook dot com backslash Podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. It's been another fun week. Um, I would assume within the next week we should have actual games being played. Is that is that true? Yeah, that, Florida Southern, right? I'm sure. I don't know, maybe. I didn't. I don't know. The, the Twitter tells us. Yeah, no, nobody's listening to us at 58 minutes in anyway. It doesn't it doesn't matter if we're right. <laughs> Anything else to say to the people before we get out of here for the week? It's been a beautiful hour with you people. Yeah, enjoy the enjoy the next week, and pretty soon we will have some baseball. Uh, we will catch you guys next week, and eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.